Daf Ayin Vav, the Mishnah on Ayin Dalim is going through a bunch of cases where you're not going to be Chayav Dalim And the last case was Gonav Vehigdish, if the Ganav stole it, he was Makdashit, Brachach Tavachamacher, and then he goes ahead and he shechts it or then he sells it. So Misham Tashlum Kefal for the original Kefal, the Mishnah said, Ben Misham Tashlum Dalim Vehe. Tosis points out we actually had a Gemara back on Samachesim Abeis when we were discussing the Sukkah of Yush. And we were discussing how do you learn Pshat in this Mishnah. The Murad had said two ways to learn Pshat in this Mishnah. If you hold that you can go ahead and the Ganav can be Makdashit with Yush, then you have Yush and Shin Rosh So then you could talk about this case, talking about the Ganav was Makdashit. If you hold that it didn't work, so we said a whole nother Pshat in the Mishnah. We're talking about where the Bailam was, the original owner was Makdashit. That was the discussion on the Mishnah. Uh, but Taisus clearly says that our studio is not going on that shot. We're going assuming that the Ganif is Makdashit. And then the Mishnah is saying that once the Ganif is Makdashit, when he shechts it, he's no longer shechting the animal of the original Bailim. If he's no longer shechting the animal of the original Bailim, he's not going to be Chayev Dal Vehe. So it says the Gemara Amri Bishamat, Vichalem Mechayev, Tikikotavach, the Hektish Kotavach, Vole Demar Kotavach. So I understand that the Shechita is not no longer the original owner's animal, and therefore the Ganif is not Chayev Dal Vehe. Now, the fact that you are a very fascinating question. The whole mice, remember, you're not chayv just for tvicha, you're chayv for mechira as well. If the Ganav takes this animal and he tries to sell it to somebody else, we had a discussion does it have to work, does it not have to work? That was all the discussion we had there before by years. But assuming that a mechira, of course, is going to be mechayv you, so lechayra, on the hegdish itself, you leave mechayv. Mali machor lehejim, mali machor lehshemayim. Just like when the Ganev goes and sells it to a third party, it's going to be Chayv Dal for a Mechira. So the Maisa Hegdish itself should be a Mechayev. Why is Mishnah talk about whether you're Chayv on the Tvicha after the Hegdish? Mishnah says you're not, but the Maisa Hegdish itself should be considered a Mechira and you should be Chayv. Well, the Says the Gemara, Hamani, Reb Shemini, and Echanami. Our mission is going, Shittas of Shemin, Damakachim, Shechem, Bechwisim, Bershusa, Damarekaima. So one tarot you could say is, that as we see in the end of our Mishnah, the Mishnah says that if you have an animal that you are maktish as a carbon, but it's a carbon that you are chayev as haray alai, so it's a carbon that we say it's chayev be'achri'usan, if the animal gets lost, you have to replace it. And therefore we said this animal is considered somewhat yours even after hegdish, because since this is saving you from replacing it with another animal, this animal is considered to Shimon, your money, it's a Dover Shechai Bechus, and it's considered your money. If it's considered your money, so it's not considered like you're selling at the Hegdish. Because remember, as we'll see in the Mishnah later on in the parak, you only chive when you sell something 100%. If you keep any interest in it whatsoever, it's not going to be considered a proper Mechira. And therefore, here also, according to Shimon, the Chaira, that's the reason you're not chive for the Mechira, because you're not selling it 100%, because you see that the God of keeps a vested interest in this animal, because it, it helps him to be popped to his Chiv carbon. Now Rashi points out that's far as a nice far up, but it doesn't it doesn't mean therefore that it's mamish not going to belong to Hegdish. Because the Mishnah still says when you shecht it after your makdashit, your potter. So legabi that we still consider it out of the original owner's rishus, and now it's in Hegdish's rishus, and partially maybe in the Ganav's rishus, but it's already definitely out of the original owner's rishus, and therefore if the Ganav shechts it now, he's not going to be chayav dal But that Maisa Hegdish itself, he's not going to be chayav for, because the Ganav is keeping a vested interest in this. Says, man, that's a good shot, but, homie, the safer of Shimon, since at the end of the Mishnah, and we bring Shittas of Shimon, like something else, which we'll discuss in a few minutes, have a racial of Shimon. It's mashed with the ratio of the Mishnah, 
It's not going with that sheet of Rav Shimon. And the Rashi of the Mishnah is assuming when you're mocked to something, even if you're chayv b'achrayusen of it, and even if you're davar gavon l'amun, it's not considered the goddess. And if it's not considered the goddess, we're back to our question, according to the Rabbanon who argued Rav Shimon, why when you're mocked to shit, is it not considered a mechira? Says Magdei, another possible terror. It's a lachem ayaskinim a kachim kalim. Maybe we're talking about over here where he's makdishet as a carbon shlamim or carbon toida kachim kalim. Velida basically the makachim kalim mamim bailim. It basically holds in all of shas that kachim kalim, at least before the shkita, is considered mamim bailim, and therefore it's considered owned by the owner. We had this earlier way back in the early beginning of Masechta, and if it's owned by the owner. You can make kaddish nisha with it, etc. And therefore here also when the ganav is makdish this animal to be kachim kalim. Again, same point Rashi points out. It is Kaddish, and therefore it's no longer considered the original owners. But the Ganif still has a vested interest in it. If the Ganif still has a vested interest in it, you're not considered that a Mechira. Okay, that's a good terrorist. But then you tell me that the Allah of the Misha, that you're not Chayev in the case of Tvicha after your Makdashit, is only by Kachim Kalim, but by Kachim Kachim. By Kachim Kachim, where Yeshua holds, it's not Mama by them, and therefore you're going to be high for the Mechira, or in this case, the Hegdish itself. So if that's the case, remember, our Mishnah is comparing and contrasting with the previous Mishnah. And in the previous Mishnah, it said, it said, if you shecht it, if you steal it, you shecht it, and then you go ahead and makdashim, then you do pay Dalad Vehei, whereas opposed to our Mishnah, when you shecht it before and when you shecht it after Hegdashin, so why is the Mishnah differentiating when you shecht it? I have a different Dafkamina. I can have a Dafkamina in the same case itself. Meaning, if you shecht it after the Hegdash, it's by Kachim Kalim, because it's Mamun Bailim, and you're not going to be Chayev for the Hegdash itself, you're not Chayev for the Tvich either. If we're going in Shit Sigli, but by Kachim Kachim, then the Maisa Hegdish itself is the Mechim, Hasham Tashim Yav Chamisha. So why did the Mishnah say that in Afkamina? For the fact the Mishnah does not differentiate between Kachim 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 Kalim, it's Mashma, the reason that you're not Chayev for the Maisa Hegdish as a Mechim itself is not because it's Kachim Kalim, but it should be Aliba the Bereisha Agalidi. So it must be, a, it's a good Tapshat, but that's not what our Mishnah is saying. So what is the Pshat? Eliyayla says the Gemara, Leshna Kachim Kachim, Leshna Kachim Kalim. Oh, the Kashach Mali Machal Hedge Mali Machal Shmaim. So our question was the Chor the Maisa Hegdish itself should be a Maisa Mechira. It's a very fascinating answer. No, Machal the Hedge when the Ganif sold it to a third party. So the Ganif, in this case, Ruvain is the Ganif, as she says. So Ruvain stole it from Shimon. Okay, so Ruvain has it. It's called now, whatever you want to call it, it's Ke'ilu, it's Ruvain's animal. The Hashta to the Shimon, when he sells it to a third party, it's called Shimon's animal. Whereas, in the case where you makdish the animal, a carbon is not called Hegdish. A carbon is called Ruvain's Hegdish. Right? You're bringing the carbon on behalf of whoever was makdish it. So it's still called his. If it's still called his, it's ke'ilu. He still has a vested interest in it, even if it's not chayv bechusam, even if it's not kachim kalim amam bailim. Forget both those svaras. Those svaras are true, but you don't need those svaras, the Gemara is saying. Even if you hold kachim kalim, it's not mamam bailim. Even if you hold not like a b'shem and kachim shchayv bechusam, it's not kachim davar karm l'mamam. But l'maisa, it's called your carbon. Calling it your carbon is enough to say it's not considered a proper mechira. Again, it's enough to say that it's kodshim, and if you're not chay for the tvicha that you do afterwards, but it's not considered a mechira. Mechira means when you sell it from you, and now it becomes totally owned by somebody else. When you're makdish an animal, yes, it's owned by hegdish, but it still has your name on it. It's called your carbon. It's being brought on your behalf. And therefore, that's not considered a mechira, and that's pshat in our Mishnah, that for the maisa hegdish itself, you're not going to be chay.
We then mentioned that Rabbi Shimon says at the end of the Mishnah something strange. Rabbi Shimon says that it depends. If it's a kachim that you're and it's a carbon that you said array a lie, then you're going to be chayv dalvei. But if it's not a chayv yuchason, then you're going to be potter. What is Rabbi Shimon talking about? Says the Gemara, Amri. Need this Rabbi Shimon malimachor led malimachor shomayim. If you're going to say pashup shat, the Gemara is assuming that our whole kasha that we just asked over here is exactly what Rabbi Shimon is saying. That the Tanakhama had said. When you're makdashit, and then you shechted your potter dalarvei, both for the meiser shechita and for the meiser hegdish itself, as we just said. So maybe Rabbi Shimon's arguing on that. Maybe Rabbi Shimon's coming to say that when you are makdashit, you're chayev for the meiser hagdasha as a mechira. Says that would be a nice svara, but then Rabbi Shimon should say the opposite. So then ibchami boyle kachim If you're still responsible for that carbon, so then it's not considered a mechir. You should be potter. And Kachim Shayna Bachirisan, a Kachim where you say Hare Zu, and therefore you just give it to Hekdish, nothing to do with you anymore, then you can be Shrikhaiv the Mafkim Rishusai. And if Shimon said the opposite, if you look back at Shimon, Shimon said when you Chayv Bachirisan, then you do paint Alvei. So that makes no sense. When you Chayv Bachirayis, then it's, it's less of a Mechira. And if it's less of a Mechira, you should not paint Alvei. So if Shimon's going on that point, it doesn't make sense. So if Shimon said it should have been the opposite. Someone, no, Amri. You're right. If Shimon holds like the far we've been saying until now, that the Maisa Hegdish itself is not considered a Maisa Hegdish at all, is not considered a Maisa Mechira, and therefore you're not going to be Chayav Dal for the Maisa Hegdish at all. What is Rav Shimon talking about? Rav is going on a whole different halacha. We had earlier in the Mesechta Perak, if you steal from someone who stole, you're not Chayav Dal right? That was the halacha we learned. If the original owner was Makdish, an animal, and he has the animal in his house, and a Ganif comes and steals that animal, so we said, you're going to be potter, my time of a Gunif, you're not high when you steal from Hegdish. Tyson points out earlier, we said a different drasha from Re'eu. Either way, you want to say the drasha, but when you steal something that's Hegdish, you're not high of Kefel. You're not carrot, but you're not high of Kefel in that case. You're not high of either, for sure. Says on that, says of Shimon, Kachim Shechab if this animal that the original owner was Makdish, the owner is responsible to replace that animal, so it's a case where he said, Hare, a lie to bring a carbon oil, and he's using this animal to be Meitzi and if the animal gets stolen, he's going to have to replace it with another animal, which means this animal does have a value to this owner, and he has a vested interest in her, in it, then if a Ganav steals it, the Ganav's going to be chayv to the Bailim. My time with the Karina, maybe Gunam, maybe Ish. Then it's considered like the owner. It's not considered Re'eu owned by Hektish totally. It's considered owned by the original Bailim partially because he has a vested monetary interest in it. And therefore, the Ganav's going to be chayv and kefal, etc. But if it's a case where it was Arezu, which case the animals can be brought as a carbon, but once, the animal, once he loses it, doesn't have to replace it, then he can be potted like Karina, maybe Gunam, Ish. So he wants to the Gvaldika Pshat. This is the Pshat of Shimon. The Pshat is not going on the case of selling it and Hegdish is considered selling it. No. Are you chai for the original Geneva? So when you steal something that was Hegdish, we said you're potter because it's, no, it's not good of him basically ish. But if the original owner still had a vested monetary interest in the animal, then it's considered like you stole it from that owner and says, of Shimon, you be chai. Do I disagree? Do I want to say that kind of vested interest is not considered a proper ownership? Very good. So that's what Shimon is arguing about. Says the Gemara, wait a second. But what does Rav Shimon say? Look carefully what Rav Shimon said. So if you take this animal that was a carbon, and Ruven, let's go back to the original case. Ruven's the owner. Ruven was Makdish, an animal, a lie to bring this animal as a carbon oil, and he, and he puts this animal as his carbon oil. The Ganef Shimon comes and steals the animal. 
says of Shimon, Reuven has a vested monetary interest in this animal, so Shimon is going to be chayev to pay Karen and Kefal. If Shimon goes ahead and shechts this animal now, Shimon is going to be chayev to pay Dalad Vehei as well. That's what the Mishra said. He's, pay, he's going to pay Dalad Vehei. <coughs> he's going to be chayev to pay Dalad Vehei. As we just saw in the previous Gemara, we said that one pshat could be according to Shimon, so that would still, we're assuming that that svar is still going to stand now. That the, the you're not chayef for the ma'aseh mechir, but according to Shimon, you would be chayef dalav vehei in a case where it was kachim shechayef bechirusin, because it's the owner's animal. It's still the owner's animal, some vested interest. And when a ganav goes ahead and shechts it, it's as if he shechted the original owner's animal. He's going to be chayef dalav vehei. Very good, but we have a technical problem. Correct the gemara. Mirti. Shemini Lib Shimin, we had the Gemara earlier in Dafayan Alev that said, Shkita Shaniwuri Loshmo Shita. If Shimon held that the only way you chayev Dalvehe is if you do a kasher shita, if it's a shita and it turns out to be a trefa, etc., or chulin or kachim bachutz, etc., you're going to be potter. It's not a kasher shita. It's only a case if it's a shita ruya. Now the what are we talking about over here? We're talking about with a gun of stole Ruvain's animal. The animal was already kudshim, it was already supposed to be a carbon, and he shechts it. The Khaya Pashabshah, where did he shecht it? He shechted it outside the base of Migdash. And if he shechted it outside the base of Migdash, it's a shechulin. It's going to be a kachim bachutz. And when you shecht kachim bachutz, it's a shechit ruya. So how can, so technical issue. How can if Shimon say you're going to be chayev dal Mela, you say that the original owner still owns the animal, that's fine. But how could the ganaf be chayev dal It's a shechit ha'sha'in ruya. Because it's going to be, if you shecht it outside the base of Migdash, it's not a kachim shechit at all. So Mars is going to try to give a bunch of different terutzim here, four terutzim. Yosef Dimi Mavirchem, Rav Dimi said B'Shem Mavirchem, B'Sheichet Mimim Bifnim L'Shem I have an answer. Who says that he shechted outside the base of Mingdish? We're talking about a case where Shimon took this animal, stole this animal from Ruvin that was a carbon oil. He brought it to the base of Mingdish and he shechted it in the base of Mingdish L'Shem Ruvin. So you shechted L'Shem Ruvin. He's going to be chayev for shechita because this is a shechita ruuya. And we said he's chayef for the Gnevena because it's a kachim shechayef b'achirusim. So it's considered Ruvain's animals. Now when Shimon shechts it for Ruvain in the base of Mikdash, he's going to be chayef. Says the Mara. That's cute, but that doesn't work. By shechting it l'shem Ruvain in the base of Mikdash, it's ke'ilu he's giving it back to Ruvain because Ruvain's being yet his chayef now. And if Ruvain's being yet his chayef now, it's ke'ilu the Ganav gave it back. And therefore he's not going to be chayef for that which is actually bringing it back to the original Bible. He doesn't have to give it to the Bible as long as it's being used in the basic English to shame the Bible, that's good enough. And therefore, that can't possibly be the case. The Shemin says, Yechayv Dal for, if Lamaisa, it's Chazra Karel Lamaisa, it's Ke'ilu, he gave it back. So that terrorist we reject. We're going to have three other truths. We're talking about where it shechted in the Besamikdash. But before they went ahead and did the zrika, the blood spilled on the floor. And therefore the shechita was a shechita ru'uya. But since you never... And so the question was, if you did a shechita ru'uya, then it's chazwa karen and salah We're talking about well, there was never a zrika done. If there was never a zrika done, then we're going to say that it's as if not, as if not as if you gave it back to the original owner. Rather, you just did a proper shechita on it, but it ended up still being stolen, and then you have to pay the karen kef on the dalad vehei. But only because it was not brought as a kosher carbon. That's the first terrors of Rav Yitzchak Bar Ovin. Ki also Ravin Amar Biyechen, Ravin said B'Shem Biyechen, and B'Sheichet Tmimin Bifnim Shalei L'Shem Bailem. You don't have to say you didn't do a zrika. You did a proper shechita. 
you did a proper zrika, but it was shaloy l'shma. And if you did it shaloy l'shma, it's kosher, as we know for the Gwaran Zvachim, it's kosher. V'loy other l'bayla m'shem chayva. And therefore, Reuven never got the animal back. Reuven still m'chuyiv to go bring another carbon oil. So it's kilu, the kind of stole it from him, but he did a proper maishashchit on it, so he's going to be chayiv dalvei. Tyson points out, it's not a great teretz, because what if he stole his carbon pesach or his carbon chattis, in which case shaloy l'shma becomes totally puzzled, and if it's totally puzzled, it's going to be shkitish ruya. But if it's not those kind of carbons, that's what we could do. So, so far we have two turutsim. Either you shechted a l'shem, the original owner, but you never did a zrika, or you shechted a shem owner with a zrika, but it was done shaloy l'shma. Rish Lakish says a fourth turutz. We're talking about a case where the animal was not a kosher carbon anymore. The animal got a mum, and maybe afterwards stolen, who knows, whatever, it got a mum. And therefore you shechted it outside the base of Migdash. And it was a shechitaruya, with an animal outside the Migdash, is fine. And therefore, we're talking about a case where it was a balmum, you shechted it outside the base of Migdash, it's a kosher shechita, and that's why you chayav dalveh. In fact, the more fascinating question. Tiba Rabbalazar Rabbi Yechiran. So he said, according to Rabbi Yechiran's pshat, the last pshat we said that you shechted tmim b'fnim shaloy l'shneim b'ailim, shechita materes, v'aloy zrika materes. He says, l'chayra. When you have a carbon, according to the first text of Ravin, that it's nishpach adam. So then we can debate if he holds you need to have, if that's an issue at all. But for sure, according to Birchan, who said you need to have a proper zrika, just, we're talking about a case we did it, Shalai the Shema, Lechare, at the Shashchita, could you go ahead and eat the animal? The answer is no. Because a carbon that you bring is in the base of Mikdash, once you shecht it, it's still us to eat until you do a proper zrika. And therefore, at the Shashchita, it's still a Shchita She'enu Ru'uya. And if it's a Shchita She'enu Ru'uya, you haven't accomplished anything. Because if Shimon holds a Shchita She'enu Ru'uya, you're not going to So yes, after you do the Zrika, it becomes Mutarit. But at the Shashchita, the Shchita itself is a Shchita She'enu Ru'uya. And according to Ishlakish's Teretz, they were talking about a Balmum, Shchita Materetz, Vloi Padiyah Materetz. doesn't help to do the Shchita. It's still also at the Tashem, it is Shchita. It only becomes Mutar if you're played it. You could played it after the Shchita, Rashi says. If the animal was not, <coughs> if the animal had a mum the whole time, that's going to be fine. Then it can be paid afterwards. If the animal had a balmum afterwards, then once you shecht it, you can't be paid it. But let's assume it was already muktish with a balmum, with a mum in it, and therefore you could have a din pigeon on it. That's all very good. But until you do the pigeon, you can't eat the meat. Which means that the shash shechita, it was a shechita shenaruya. So back to the original question. What does it help to make it the shma? What to say we're talking about a mum at the mice at the shash shechita? It was anaruya. Zemar says the Gavaldik Ketaret Ishtamite Rebbe Lozer asked this question. He forgot the, the Gavaldik Pshat. We have an all of Shas. Hadri Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon says Kolayim Lizrei Kazark Dabi Kolayim Liftei Skipadoi Damoim. We have a rule in all of Kachim. We've said this many times in Hilchos Kachim. Brings it on the side. Pesachim and Achas, etc. Tukrisus Tmura. That sometimes you have a halacha which requires zrika or a halacha that requires pigeon, but as long as it's roi. To do a zrika or roi to do a pigeon, that's going to be good enough. You don't actually have to have done it. Obviously, for hilchas kudshim, for hilchas carbon, you have to do the zrika. To be able to eat the animal, you have to do the pigeon. That's not debatable. But in this case, you're not going to have an issue of the fact that it's enerouya. Because since you could do the zrika and you could do the pigeon, that's so called enerouya. And therefore, as long as at the time of the shrita, you could do the pigeon, you could do, let's go into Berechon's case, you could do the Zrika, even though you have not yet done the Zrika, that's not a Chesarin, that's not called a Shechit Shenerui. Where do we see that? 
Rashi brings up Shimon holds that something and a food that is usur bahano is not matamatumasaikhan. Something that you can't get enough from is not considered an oichel. The fact that you can't eat it, so what a dog can eat it, a guy can eat it, but if something's totally usur bahano and you just have to throw it away, then that's not considered a food. If it's not considered a food, it's not matamitumasaikhan, it cannot become tummy as a food. But says Shimon, sometimes yes and sometimes no. Kate he says, I'll tell you the example. Lon lifne zrika, right? So if you have nicer, so if nicer is kachum that gets left over, so it gets left over overnight, and you do not put it on the mizbech, you do not burn it properly, it becomes also by no. So it becomes like this: Yesh nicer shemetametu mosechin, yesh nicer shemetametu mosechin. Some nicer once it becomes also by no is no longer considered food, and some nicer once it becomes also by no is still considered food. Kaitzad lon lifne zrika. If you left it overnight before you did this week on it, so So then it never was right to be eaten. If it was never right to be eaten, and it became also about no, then it's going to be not matamitumasaychan. It's not considered a food at all. If after you did this week of the dam, then you left the meat out, you didn't put it on the back, you didn't burn it. So then matamitumasaychan. Because it was roy to be eaten. You might now becomes usur, but since at one point in time it was ready to be eaten, it wasn't usur by now, it remains a food even after it becomes usur by now. But, for Kaimelon, we understand that Pshat Nub Shimon is, Mailef Nezrika doesn't mean that you actually did the Zrika. It's Kaidim Shanir Lezrika. Was it Roy to do the Zrika? And Laakar Zrika means Laakar Shanir Lezrika. What does that mean? The more explains. If you shechted it 10 seconds before Shkia, or 10 seconds before the end of the day of work in the Beis HaMikdash, in which case this animal, this meat, was never roy to have a zrika done to it, and then you left it overnight off the Mizbeach, and it became nicer. So this food never had an opportunity even to be edible. If it never had an opportunity to be edible... Then we say it's not considered a food at all. It's not matamet v'soichem. The shach de shamos shkias lachama. V'yani matamet v'soichem. And la'achas shenir lezrika. Lon, what if you did, left it out and it became nicer after the zrika? It doesn't mean that you did the zrika. It means that we show us beyond the misrika. You could have done it. So you shechted it at one o'clock in the afternoon. You could have done the zrika now. Lamai, so you never did the zrika. Okay, even if you never did the zrika. We consider it ke'ilu. It was roy to have this rika done. If it was roy to have this rika done, it was roy to be edible. If it was roy to be edible, then even if you leave it overnight, it becomes also by now, it still maintains its halacha of being able to be in tamay to masoichem. The mizrakeh in tamay to masoichem. Alma, why? So we see this halacha that Shimon said that even though you didn't do this rika on this food, and never was actually halakhically edible, but since there was nothing preventing you from doing this rika, you could have done it, you had time to do it, that already is considered edible, and now if it becomes asubana, it's still considered metami to So what do we see? Going back to our halakha, so that's what B'yechran's terrorist. B'yechran said that you shechted the tmimim shaloy lishma. So when you shechted shaloy lishma, it's not chazor karenet salabayla. We said the charet shashchita, it's still asubana, it's still kachim, and therefore it's not a kashur shchita, it's a shchita shenruya, because you didn't do the zrika yet, that doesn't bother us. Since there's nothing preventing you from doing the zrika, kaloyim et lizraik, for this halakha, it's considered a shchita ruya. At the shashchita, it's already considered Ro'oi, if it's already considered Ro'oi, we don't consider that a chesarid in the Maishah Shkita, and you would be Chayav Dalvei for the Satchel Shkita. And as we'll see tomorrow, we're going to say the same Allah like Gabi Pigeon. In the case of Eishlakish, we said we're talking about a Balmum, even though you weren't Paidet yet, but since nothing's preventing you from being Paidet, that itself is enough to say that it's going to be considered a Shkita Ro'oi. We'll see that Allah Mitzvah Shem tomorrow.